It's Monday, March 26th. We've got a five-game NBA slate to talk about. But first, I must bring on our special guest, Mike the Mush McClure. Mike, you told us last week that you would be going to the Final Four if your Kansas State Wildcats made it, but something went wrong along the way. Yeah, so as it got to be looking like, you know, okay, we get to play Loyola Chicago here. I went ahead and made the decision, like, we're going to we're gonna make it to the Final Four, so let's go ahead and start acquiring tickets and, you know, maybe get a little head start on some of that. And I completely mushed the Kansas State Wildcats. We lost to Loyola Chicago. And now I get to watch the Kansas Jayhawks in the Final Four instead. Well, I mean, what could be better than watching your second favorite team, the Kansas Jayhawks, in the Final Four? Absolutely nothing could be better than watching the Kansas Jayhawks when I plan to watch the Kansas State Wildcats. (laughs) And yes, I'm delaying just a little bit because this is kind of a hot garbage NBA slate. It's five games. The Memphis Grizzlies are involved. All the good players seem to be centers. And this slate is a good example of why we are so excited to start chasing dongs on Thursday with Major League Baseball. Yeah, this slate, you know, we're going to make the best of it. It's going to be a fine night, but man, is it not a lot of fun. I mean, you look five, you know, there's four or five centers that you want to play tonight. You know, four of the most five most expensive players play the center position. Uh, It's a very weird feeling slate. And of course, you know, you've got the Memphis Grizzlies. And then you also got the team that's kind of been a pain in the butt for us and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, tough matchup for them defensively against Boston. So it's, yeah, it's really not the best slate that we've seen this year. So let's get started with the big news. Gary Harris is out for the Nuggets. Cody Zeller out for the Hornets. Josh Hart and Isaiah Thomas both out for the Lakers. And Brandon Ingram, doubtful. Tyreek Evans, Ivan Robb out for the Grizzlies. Chandler Parsons is questionable. Devin Booker and TJ Warren, both questionable. I wish we had news on those guys already. Maybe we'll get it during the show. Marcus Morris, questionable for the Celtics, and Kyle O'Quinn, questionable for the Knicks. Mike, do you have a must-play ready for us for this beautiful five-game slate? I do have a must-play, and it's largely due, you know, it's at the shooting guard position. It's going to be Will Barton, and, you know, the big reason here is Gary Harris is out. He gets a nice bump in security, usage, minutes, all of that. But really, if you look at shooting guards, especially on FanDuel, Tyreek Evans has been ruled out. Devin Booker is questionable. And I, I, you know, it's highly questionable at this point. Nick Batum is returning. Gary Harris is out. You know, Andrew Wiggins is there, but he's playing against Memphis. Will Barton simply has the most upside at the position. And on a slate like this, where you can easily afford to get him in, I think it makes a ton of sense at shooting guard with all these injuries to take the guy that is most likely to have the highest total at the end of the night. And that's Will Barton for me. Absolutely. I like that play a lot. I knew you were going to say Will Barton because you like Will Barton a lot and he's in a good spot tonight. I think you have to play one of the Pistons big men. The Lakers have just been abysmal against forwards and big men almost all year long. Everybody I think knows by now after listening to this program, we're not going to play $10,200 Andre Drummond with Jokic and Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns all on the slate. So my must play of the night is Blake Griffin, 8,800 on FanDuel, outstanding matchup. Expect him to put up a big number tonight. Yeah, I love Blake Griffin here. He's certainly going to be in almost every one of my lineups tonight. Great matchup against the Lakers. Um, And like you said, we're not playing Drummond based on the other centers available. So locking in Blake Griffin. Now, there is some question on that Suns game because it's in Phoenix, whether we will even know if Devin Booker or TJ Warren are going to play. But your best chance of knowing how to handle that situation is go to Sportsline. 
I assume you've already subscribed, but if you haven't, use the DFS podcast promo code to get your first month for just $1. Check out Mike's optimal lineup about 15 minutes before lock. We'll let you know if Booker's going to be in, hopefully, if, if, if anyone knows. And then whether or not you should play Josh Jackson, who's been playing very well. But if either of those guys come back, his price may make it difficult to play him. Let's go over to the Sportsline odds page now. Denver Nuggets at the Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia, five-and-a-half-point favorite, just clinched this playoff spot. How awesome is that? 223 over-under. Will Barton is Mike's top play of the night. Break down the Jokic versus Embiid battle. Which one are you more interested in tonight? I think that for me, it's going to be Jokic. I mean, Denver needs to win every game that they possibly can here, and you know things aren't really looking good for them, but I'm just going to take the salary savings at this point where he's $800 cheaper. Uh, I think he's going to be quite a bit lower owned than Embiid will be because for the other reason, people are going to see Embiid at just $800 more and probably play him there. So I I like Jokic in this matchup. I think he ends up with the better end of things tonight. And I think he approaches a triple double in this game. So if we start out with Will Barton, Blake Griffin and Nikolai Jokic, we are going to have to have some value plays for sure. Are there any value plays on either the Nuggets or the Sixers that you're really looking at tonight? Um, you know, there can be, and I wouldn't call him a real value play, but I do like Robert Covington, who's in the mid range. Um, Dario Saric, again, not really a value value play, but at 5,900, he is showing up as pretty decent uh, value here in my model. Um, but other than that, no, there's not a ton of value from this game, uh, because the guys you want to play would be guys like Ben Simmons and Bede, you know, and then Jokic and Barton, who we've already mentioned. So. You know, not really a ton of value from these two teams. Yeah, and I don't dislike Ben Simmons at all tonight, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get him in very many of my lineups. It's it's price point being $1,000 more on FanDuel than Blake Griffin, and with the fact that we've pretty much locked ourselves into playing at least one of the big-time centers, I may be fading Simmons for the most part tonight. Yeah, I think that you you really have to fade Ben Simmons because, you know, we talked about the Blake Griffin, much better play. But even in that same game, and you know, we'll get there in a minute. I I'd probably prefer Julius Randle at the cost savings that you're able to get. So I don't think there's any way I can play Ben Simmons tonight. Uh, I agree. Knicks are at Charlotte. Charlotte, an 11 and a half point favorite, 221.5 over under. That's nice. Dwight Howard, kind of the next step down from the elite centers. And we have seen big men have big games against the Knicks. Any interest in playing Howard tonight? Yeah, I think that I do have quite a bit of interest in playing Howard. So, you know, we're starting those lineups here with Barton, Blake, and Jokic, which means we're going to have to find some value elsewhere. But I do not mind at all if you get into a situation where we have to drop from Jokic to Howard. Just, you know, that extra $700 might make a lot of difference on this kind of a slate. So I, I do think that Howard's interesting. I think he will definitely be the lowest owned of that group. Uh, so I think he makes a very nice tournament play tonight. And you referenced the salary difference. That was on FanDuel. On DraftKings, Howard actually $100 more than Jokic. I'm not considering him there. Is there anyone yeah. you are really excited about having in your lineup here? Um, you know, Willie Hernan Gomez could be an interesting play depending on you know how the minutes get distributed there. You know, He's probably not going to play more than 15 to 20, but he's been highly efficient here. Uh, you know, one thing to keep in mind here, I guess that this is a little bit of a revenge game for him. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So I I do think that he's going to get some run here either way. Um, I I do think that he's someone you should consider knowing that Cody Zeller has already been ruled out. If you're looking to punt at center 
you know, and if you're going to do that, then you're going to be into a situation where you're probably going to want to pay up for Ben Simmons and take a little bit of a different strategy. Um, but he's an option that I would consider and probably more realistic on DraftKings just with the positional flexibility and the salary cap being a little tighter. That's exactly what I was just going to say. We were struggling on DraftKings, needing to find a couple of cheap punts. I don't think Hernan Gomez is a bad punt, as long as you just understand when you're setting your lineup, he is a punt. He's not a cash game play. I don't know too many people that are still playing cash games at this point in the NBA season, though. Right, yeah, I don't I don't think many people are. Uh, I really wouldn't recommend it there, but I, I do like him, you know, like, like you said, as a punt, I think he's a really good punt on the slate on DraftKings. Um, I think that in any format you play tonight, I do think he's a fine play. Memphis Grizzlies at Minnesota. Timberwolves a 13.5-point favorite with a 214.5 over-under. Timberwolves still the best in the league against the small forward position, but they've had a little trouble against big men here lately. Not that, not so for Memphis. They are the second best in the league against the center position. We can just rule Carl Anthony Towns out with all the other options at center, right? Uh, yeah, I definitely think that you can rule Carl Anthony Towns out. I I don't think there's any way I'd be playing him over Jokic tonight, and probably not over Embiid either. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, he's probably the odd man out at center, kind of like Andre Drummond was. Any possibility that you're looking to uh, swing for another? I, I don't I don't know that I would call him a punt, but Jamal Crawford, not good in his last game against the 76ers, but before that he'd been pretty steadily around 20 to 25 fantasy points. Uh, yeah, I think that I have some interest in him. Um, you know, one guy we kind of missed a little bit in the uh, the Denver-Philly game is J.J. Redick. I think it's going to be, for me, at, at shooting guard with value, it's probably going to be between J.J. Redick and him there. So, I, you know, I, I kind of like Crawford, but it's not a uh, not a real lock for me, not, not something I'm rushing to jump to do. And I think what you're probably looking at there is if you're going to go cheap at shooting guard, it's Crawford over on DraftKings where he's $1,000 less than Redick. The difference is only $300 on FanDuel. Reddick feels like a much safer play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Reddick on FanDuel, Crawford on DraftKings is the way to play that one for sure. Here's a game I know you're excited about. The Lakers at the Detroit Pistons. Pistons, four-and-a-half-point favorites. Only a 213.5 over-under, but I think this may be the most stackable game of the night. Yeah, it's definitely a game that you're going to want to target, and that's going to start with your must-play in Blake Griffin, and then... The guy that I love immediately next at that point is going to be Julius Randle. Uh, he's really been playing out of his mind recently. Uh, you know, even just kind of looking uh, at, at what he's doing, the price point hasn't necessarily risen to the level that I think matches his ceiling at this point. So I think that he still offers some nice value here. Uh, but also Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma's been one of the best players in the league over the last five games, uh, averaging 37.5 FanDuel points, good for almost six times value. Uh, that you know, that's a really, really nice price point for him there. Um, you know, I just said I like Julius Randle a lot, but I could really see a situation where you just avoid Randle and play Kuzma in this spot and take the salary savings too. Yeah, he's thirteen hundred dollars less, and he's been better lately. And I think with the with the Barton, Griffin, and Jokic start, you really have to lean more towards Kuzma. It's going to be very difficult to fit in Randle with that group. Something I'm noticing here because we are four-fifths of the way through this slate. We're not quite done with this game, but four-fifths of the way through this slate, we have not really talked at all about any point guard tonight. Is that a position you think you're going to be playing cheaper at? Doesn't Lonzo Ball deserve at least some consideration? Lonzo definitely deserves consideration. He might be a little too expensive for me at this point. Um, and I will say we did kind of miss a little bit on the New York Knicks game. Uh, Trey Burke should be in the starting lineup again. 
At, at 4,900, I think he's probably going to be a cash game staple tonight if you're playing those and in tournaments for me. Uh, he, he's playing very well right now. And I, I you know, we kind of saw this game, you know, he played against Charlotte on March 17th, only played 19 minutes in that game, scored 25 FanDuel points, but he, he's earned quite a few more minutes recently since that game. Uh, at 4,900, I think that he's probably a must play for us in this kind of a build that we've started. And I was really worried that with his recent performance, he would be more expensive over on DraftKings, but he's just 4,800 there. So I've locked him into both the FanDuel and the DraftKings lineup. Let's talk about the last game, which could be a really profitable game for DFS players, but it's, boy, it feels like a trap. Boston Celtics, nine-point favorites at the Phoenix Suns, 210 over-under. Terry Rozier just went bananas set a career high in points, over 50 fantasy points again. Now he gets to face the Suns. I'm a little scared of him, though. It's 7,100 going to Phoenix, second night of a back-to-back. I'm worried. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that you should be worried for, you know, a pretty good reason there. But I do think that he, you know, he's definitely in play. I think I'm not going to call him a must-play, but I, I do think that you should consider him. Uh, he's the main reason why I wasn't so anxious to get Lonzo Ball in because I do think that he can match Lonzo and you know, obviously you're saving $1,200 here on this slate, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, but I, I think that Rozier should be able to do pretty much what he wants to do against this Phoenix Suns team. Uh, I'm not, not too worried about it here at this point in the season for him. Josh Jackson has been remarkably safe as of late. He's 7,200 on FanDuel. He's been over 30 fantasy points in each of his last four, over 27 in each of his last six. He's got a 54 in there against the Warriors. This isn't a very good matchup for Jackson. He's, I think it's it's the difficult part is this is a West Coast game. We may not have full news on Booker and Warren. I need both of those guys to be out for me to make sure I'm squeezing Jackson in. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you there. I think if one of the two is out, I would be pretty comfortable playing him. Uh, and it's also for a similar reason to why I like Will Barton so much tonight. Uh, if you look, Jimmy Butler's most expensive guy available. Obviously, he's out with an injury. Then it's Josh Jackson. Below that, you have $7,000 Jeremy Lamb. No thank you. Jason Tatum, 6600 on the back-to-back there. And then Warren, who's going to likely be out. Brandon Ingram out. Drops down to Wilson Chandler. Like Very similar situation to where the Will Barton thing. Barton should clearly be the top-scoring shooting guard on the night. Josh Jackson should easily be the number one small forward on this slate if one of the two guys are out for the Phoenix Suns. We really need Booker and Warren to both be out so we can have another mid-range point guard to play, and that would be Alfred Payton. Payton, very up and down in his last few games. 43 fantasy points against the terrible Orlando Magic, but just 6.4 in 22 minutes against the Cavs in the game before that. At 5,600 against a Celtics team that, again, playing on a back-to-back on the road, I would put Alfred Payton in my lineup right now if I knew for sure that Booker and Warren were out. Yeah, definitely. If they're both out, I'm plugging in Elf Payton and Josh Jackson both. Uh, that's something that, you know, there, there's a good chance that both of those guys sit again, uh, you know, really at this point in the season for Phoenix. So I would definitely have lineups built to where, you know, you can make that pivot pretty easily and kind of make that gut call at the last minute, even if we don't get news. Uh, because I, I do think there's a good chance that both of those guys sit here. So I'll just go ahead and get over to the lineups and see if I've left you in a position, Mike, to where we can fill these out. It's not going to be easy. I'll just warn you, we may have to drop down to Dwight Howard on FanDuel. We may have to look at something different on DraftKings. But there's a possibility, and I like the start we have. At point guard, I've got Terry Rozier and Trey Burke both locked in. At shooting guard, Will Barton. Robert Covington at small forward. 
Power forwards are Blake Griffin and Kyle Kuzma. Nikolai Jokic is our center. That leaves us $5,050 per player. We need a shooting guard and a small forward. Don't necessarily have to have two cheap plays. We're going to need at least one because I don't think there's really... Looking at the shooting guard position, I, there's not a $5,000 player you're going to play. Yeah, there's definitely not a $5,000 player that I really, really want to play. So I think that what we're probably going to have to do here is look at Jamal Crawford. And once we get Jamal Crawford in, then you're going to have your pick between Nemanja Bielitsa and Michael Beasley in this spot. I think that's probably the best way. You know, if we want to pay up for Razier like this, that's the best way to get this lineup to it be. Always. Always, it never fails to come back to Michael Beasley on this podcast. And I made some people upset on Twitter over the weekend by comparing Marvin Bagley to Michael Beasley. People acting like that was an insult. These people did not watch Michael Beasley play college basketball. Absolutely not. Michael Beasley was a better player in college than Mr. Bagley. I don't know if that means he's, you know, Bagley's going to be the same type of player when he gets to the NBA. I'm not saying that at all. Michael Beasley was an absolute stud in college basketball. And, you know, that's obviously the reason why he was drafted where he was. Uh, so I, I couldn't agree with you more. Beasley was one of the best college basketball players I've seen. Well, it's the Sportsline DFS podcast. So we're going to go ahead and lock Michael Beasley. And the one thing I'll tell people is the biggest piece of news for tonight. If Warren and Booker are both out, get Rozier out of that lineup, replace him with Alfred Payton, and then you've got some money to play with to either improve on Crawford or Beasley. We've got some shot makers in this lineup. Trey Burke, Terry Rozier, Will Barton, Jamal Crawford, Robert Covington, Michael Beasley, Blake, Blake Griffin, Kyle Kuzma, and Jokic. That's got a lot of upside there, for sure. All of those guys are capable of 50-point nights. And most of those guys are in our DraftKings lineup as well. We have a couple of spots left to fill here. Trey Burke at point guard, Will Barton at shooting guard, Robert Covington at small forward, Blake Griffin at power forward, Jokic at center, and Hernan Gomez punting there at the utility position. We have 53.50 remaining for one guard and one forward. Where are we going first, Mike? Uh, I mean, I think that we can maybe look at Crawford again, just knowing that he's uh, so cheap over there. If we do that, it gives us 6,800 and that would give us 67. Josh Jackson is 6,700. I want to maybe plug him in, you know, cause I personally think at least one of those guys sits, maybe both of them. He's obviously cheaper over here on DraftKings, which is the place that you're going to want to play him tonight. So that's what I would do. You know, I came into this podcast, not liking this five game slate very much, but I, I actually feel pretty good about these lineups. Burke, Barton, Covington, Griffin, Jokic, Crawford, Josh Jackson, and Willie Hernan Gomez in a revenge game. There is certainly a possibility we get some late breaking news that gives us a better punt at the utility than Hernan Gomez. In fact, it, it's almost likely at this point. And if that happens, this lineup's going to be even better. Yeah, no, I, I think it will happen, and this lineup's going to be better. But like you said, it's uh, we didn't really love the slate to start, but I, I really like the way these lineups look. Uh, we've got a lot of high upside players tonight. And if you want to know if that happens and you don't want to have to be glued to Twitter from 6 to 7 p.m., go to sportsline.com, check out Mike's optimal lineup, and you will see who the best punt play is after we get all the late-breaking news. That's going to do it for the Sportsline DFS podcast. We'll be back on Tuesday with more NBA coverage.